0: Big Game with Nick Kostos and Ken Barkley. What a lame trade deadline, right, in the NBA? Well, that's why I just, I didn't want to be the, the wet, I'm always the wet blanket in, like, all walks of life. No, but I didn't I
1: disagree with Somebody needs to are.
0: provide, like, the yeah. context of, hey, like, this is I really cool. Well, so also, I know, like, I know, I know, I know. Well, I just mean in the last two segments, where it's like, yeah, like, this is cool. And you, all right, like, Gordon Hayward's a fun player or something. Like PJ Washington's cool, but like did anybody win the title? did anything even change today? Like a couple teams got a little bit deeper. That's like I'm hesitant to say anything happened beyond that. So, like you in all serious
1: that you know, I, I know that you're right. I just want to like as a Knicks fan believe like, that right, I mean, Thunder us fans, over can the be a bit. Laker fans can be excited,
0: Lakers fans like you can be bummed and you could be excited. And like, look, if you're a fan of a team and your team gets better, you should be excited about that. That's like a cool thing. But just I mean, we're a betting show. Like, she'd be running up to bet the Thunder to win the title because they got Gordon Hayward. she bet the Knicks to win the East because they, you know, made three different, deal- like, a Bogdanovich. Like, no is the answer to that. And, uh, you know, I would doubt the market's moved an inch on any of these uh, these announcements. And maybe it's the teams that did nothing that's more impactful. Maybe it's, like, the Lakers and yeah, the Warriors. Like what's are your just- biggest,
1: yeah, like, what's your biggest thought other than, like, uh, the trades that were made as, like, minuscule as they might have been? Like, coming out of it, teams that didn't make moves, like, what what kind of stands out to you?
0: I didn't know what the Warriors were gonna, they didn't have a lot to do. And the more you got later in the week, like Brian Windhorst, ESPN was on a, a lot being like, don't be surprised if they just do nothing. And obviously like, you're not going to be able to find, you're not going to trade Clay Thompson. Like that's just probably not what they're going to sign him to do a reduced contract next year. They can't really trade Wiggins cause he's toxic. And I don't mean like as a human, he just like, he just makes a lot of money and he's not we very
1: the good.
0: So it's just like, that's what it is.
1: Great music. Video. She, she looks great flight, in that flight, music. There's
0: flight attendant stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, just like, those teams, like, look, LeBron and the Warriors have defined, you know, 15 years basically of like who wins the NBA title and who's good. And they're kind of just both toast. And it just, it's like kind of depressing to see it. It's like LeBron and the Warriors account for basically every title forever since you and I have been alive, and they're done. Like, they're just done. Like, it's the Lakers are cool, and they're kind of good, and the Warriors are okay, but they're not winning anything. And that realization just, like, it hits me a lot, this, the, like especially this season.
1: Uh, Buddy Heal to Philly do anything for you?
0: I mean, it would if you could guarantee me Embiid would be back by the playoffs and and be great, which we can't. It, it
1: kind you know? of feels like, what would I Well, it's a like, half and half,
0: right? It's like, yeah, like it 50, needs to 50. get you to the finish line. Yeah. You need scoring to get you to the finish line. Maxi with, like, kind of a disaster game again, because he's just, like, I love Maxi. He's just, like, not an A guy yet. He's just not an A guy yet, and he's going to be one probably, but he's not one yet. So you put him, it's like, hey, everything runs through you, and we're shorthanded, and you got to go beat a good team. It's not going to happen and, uh, you know, probably end up in the play-in tournament. But it's just, when does Embiid come back healed as, like, a third guy with Tobias Harris with those guys? Like, okay, and maybe healed scores enough that maybe they can stay out of the play-in tournament. Like, this is kind of like a, man, we may not even get to the finish line. Like, if we don't score enough points. Now maybe they can get the sixth seed. Maybe they get something like that. But again, like think of the minutia that we're talking about. Like, yeah, this is interesting. It's also just like, okay, like so, who do you like to win the title? The exact same teams in the exact same order that I liked them before, and I was really high in the Knicks. You know that that Nuggets Knicks like Nuggets over Knicks exact result. That thing is going to age. In it's already aged insanely. It's going to keep moving. <laughs> like it's just like we are we are headed in that direction. Uh, until we get an injury, until something else interesting happens. You better,
1: you bet with Nick and Ken here, Radio Row here on a uh, on a Thursday. A lot going on here at uh, at Radio Row. Like, there's there's unfortunately like not much else to do, right, with the NBA trade deadline.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I can give you an award take here while we wait for a guest. If yeah, you want. go ahead. Just something that's interesting. And you texted me about. Uh, I think I might have texted you about this, but we talked about it on the phone yesterday. <laughs> can, when I get Kanish messages about NBA awards, I'm just like, no, oh, man, what's this going to be?" And it was uh, predictable. And I got a bunch of stuff last night from people. Hey, like, you know, I know he's, like, a really big favorite, and maybe that maybe he should just be a really big favorite. Is, Ty, is Tyrese Maxey going to win Most Improved Player? Like, if you play this out down the stretch, Maxi's awesome. He's great. He's going to be an all-star. He's great in the first half of the season. But recency bias is a huge part of the awards. If Embiid's not playing, and he's going 5 for 19 for, like, 12 points, and they're losing a lot, and he's minus 700 to win an award, I think it's okay to have questions. And with Maxi, it's always going to be... Did people already think he was too good? And I know people kind of scoff at that notion. Like Bill Simmons does a podcast yeah, the other day. He does his trade value podcast, which is always like a, a really awesome listen. And right in the middle of it, he starts doing awards. And he literally just says, I don't think Tyrese Maxey should win most improved player. This is an influential person in NBA media, not saying like it's close with a guy who's minus 700. No, the guy who's minus, <clears throat> excuse me, minus 700, just like shouldn't win. And uh, Kobe White of the Bull should win instead. And I think if you bet awards and you hear that, even if he's like a minority voice in this situation and nobody else, like nobody else thinks this, like it's a shot across the bow. If you bet Maxi or if you're thinking about betting into the market, that you really got to pay attention here. Kobe White, Kaminga, like I like Shen Goon, but I don't know if anybody cares. Like, is it really, is it going to be maybe more, it's more of a great story this year? Like uh, Maxi and Shen Goon are the best players the best player doesn't always win this award. Sometimes it's the biggest improvement, aka kind of the best story. Okay, like the best story is like Kaminga going from like obscurity and potential to like a 25 point a game score. Okay, good story is like Kobe White who was, like, it was going to be a bust, a lottery pick. And now he's, like, a 25-point-a-game scorer, 25-8-8 and eight all the time. So, yeah, like, I, that award, I think, is going to get really interesting.
1: Uh Rich Gannon's going to join us in a second here. Rich, your thoughts on the NBA trade deadline?
0: <laughs> sell. Sell, I see.
1: <laughs> uh, so this is, uh again, like, in a long I'm line. I'm
2: a painful Sixers fan, by the way. Yeah, but how's, how's your guy doing? Yeah, how you feeling about MB? I don't know, man. I, I can't get right there. Terrible.
1: Uh, Joining us right now on the show is a guy that I worked with for a long time early on in my career. Produced his radio show on NFL Radio. Killed it. it. Yeah, one of my favorite people of all time. has been the same since you left. That's actually true,
2: right? (laughs) It is true. No, like it really is. (laughs) I don't don't lie.
1: Uh, For NFL MVP, Super Bowl quarterback on Twitter at Rich Gannon12. Still doing great work for our friends at NFL Radio. Rich Gannon.
2: Rich, what's up? What's up, my brother? It is so good to be with you guys. And, of course, I'm so excited for the game. You can just, you know, you spend time with the players and coaches. We were at uh, the opening night over there at the stadium, and you just get the sense that both of these teams are pretty comfortable. Got a great weekend last week in terms of the preparation. I think both teams feel confident, and uh, I think we're going to have a close game. Uh, you and I have never met before, Rich. Ken, really nice hey, to meet Ken, you. Thank you for coming on. Brother. Appreciate
0: it. Nick knows you really well. Everybody that comes by, yeah. Nick's their favorite person. Well, and, it's like, and it's like, hey, what's <laughs> up? Like, I, I'm over, you know, it's cool. Whatever. It's good that he knows everybody. It's how we get re- really good guests on the show.
2: What are some things you expect in the game on Sunday? A couple things really jump out to me. I, I think my biggest concern, if I were Kyle Shanahan, is the run defense. I, I You know, the, the Packers – put 100 on them pretty quickly. Aaron Jones was over 100. I think if you look at what the Lions did in the first half last week, rushing for 140 yards, uh, they had 183 yards rushing. The game. They averaged over six yards of carry. 49ers played better in the second half. They were asleep in the first half. The run defense. And, you know, Nick Bosa and Chase Young were missing in action when it comes to, to playing the run. That, to me, is a big problem. You know, we think about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They can run the ball. They got a guy named Isaiah Pacheco who runs with some attitude. And he's a smart guy. And they're going to attack what they think that they can uh, you know, certainly take advantage of. I think they're going to run the ball a little bit. I think certainly Patrick Mahomes is going to have a big day, but I just don't know that the 49ers defense right now is playing well enough to win a Super Bowl. You cannot. Look what happened in the first half against the Packers, the first half against the Lions. You can't come out and not play four really good quarters against the Chiefs and expect to win.
1: You like Kansas City in the game.
2: I do. Tell us how I, you when think I it's going When I saw the spread come out early, I thought to myself, what is going on here? What am I missing? I, people are focusing on a lot of the great players, the 49ers. have. They have a great great, a great team. But I, I say this. I'm not a gambler, Nick. You know this. But if I had my last $5 and I was here in Vegas, I would never, ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. And I was also say this. If you interview a hundred players and coaches that are in this room right now, and you said in a gotta have it critical situation at the end of the game, who's the one player you want with the ball in his hands? Brock Purdy. Right. Everybody <laughs> is gonna say Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty funny, by that the way. That was not bad. Right? And by the way, right. I love Brock Purdy. I don't like him, I love the guy. And by the way, I call him the Rodney Dangerfield of NFL quarterbacks. Because he gets kid, no what the guy gets no respect. <laughs> and this whole nonsense about being a game manager, we just had Joe Montana on. Joe Montana was a game manager. Rich Gannon was a game manager. Pete Manning—we all manage situational football. They're hating on this guy. He's a really good player. If uh, if
0: the Chiefs win, and like we're we like the Chiefs in the game a little bit, if we're all right, is Mahomes just win MVP? Do you think Pacheco? You like the way he's running right now. You think he has a chance at it,
2: or is it just Mahomes? I mean, is too the odds—you know when you look at the odds. It's usually the winning quarterback sure. that, that wins the NFL MVP award. And I, I think you'd know, be hard pressed to bet against Patrick Mahomes in big moments. This guy shines, and I think you look at last week against the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Travis Kelsey, 11 catches in that game. Travis Kelsey has really come to life for the last couple weeks, and uh, I think the Chiefs are going to play well offensively. Who
1: is going to have, what position player is going to have the best game coming up on Sunday? This is a prop betting question. So basically, like, who do you think is going to exceed expectations? Who's going to over Still their yardage? Position player. Right. Like, yeah. who's going to have a massive game on Sunday?
2: You know, Isaiah Pacheco comes to mind. I would also tell you that a guy that could really affect the outcome of the game. Brock Purdy is six feet tall, six feet and one half inch. Okay, if you watch the Packers game, he didn't fare well in the beginning of the game with push up inside. The Lions got pushed up inside, it affects them. He's not a big quarterback, Nick, not much bigger than you. And <laughs> yes, he is. And, and I'm yes, just, he is. You might have heard of a guy named Chris Jones who's 6'8, 310 pounds. I think their ability to push and affect the pocket inside. Could be a big story in this game. I think Chris Jones could have a big, a big, uh, have a lot to do with the outcome of this game. Now, he may not have five sacks. I'm just telling you, but uh, he, he could have a big impact in this game. Far be it from
1: me to make it about me. We had a lot of good times. No, together. no, hold
2: on a second, Nick. Stop talking about you. Let me talk about <laughs> Please you. Please do.
1: Oh, okay. That, no, that's where this is going. So just like, like I. I this is the truth. Um, Mark, you had a great saying that I always remember and think about, and it's about pressure. Can you say what it is?
2: Yeah, there's two types of quarterbacks in the NFL, those who feel pressure and those who apply pressure. And, and I
1: always remember that. And I always, like, when you feel pressure, yeah. pressure either bursts pipes or it makes diamonds. That's... And w- And working with you and Adam, like, especially like, where I've been NFL. It was intense, but in the best way. Made some diamonds. Do you remember what I used to say to you guys that you loved about what I wanted the final score to be at the end of our shows?
2: Oh, yeah. It was like some crazy number. Right? 73
1: yes. nothing, which is the highest scoring margin of victory yes. in NFL. We, we weren't looking to win 10 seconds No, we were looking to dominate people. We were looking to win 73 nothing. that's what we did. And, and we definitely did. Those were great times,
2: man. Bro, I miss you. And it was so much fun to hang with you and, and have great respect for your body of work.
1: Awesome. Uh, can we do this again? Anytime. Um, I'm easy. Great. Well, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, su- uh, NFL MVP, Super Bowl quarterback, Rich Gannon on Twitter, at Rich Gannon12 joining us on You Better You Bet. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Rich. The great Rich Gannon on the show.
0: Just love that. I mean, just, yeah. Just, yeah, pop in for a few minutes. You you know everybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, it's unbelievable. You know, The guy just, Nick walks around the room and, uh, and it's just, oh, hey, what's up, hey, what's up? And everybody says the same thing. It must be pretty awesome to meet, like, 100 people and have them all say, like, you're awesome. Well,
1: here's what, and, like, in all seriousness, yeah. this this will, as we do more of these, this is going to be the same thing for you.
0: I understand. Well, to a certain degree, right? Like, it's just, like, you have this, and you work. There's the thing. Nick always says the NFL is his favorite sport because it is, and it's because he worked in it, like, I don't I don't have that, even though I love sports. So like this is a this is like a this is your time. This is Super Bowl. Hour one done,
1: hour two for you coming up on the other side. More great guests, Super Bowl breakdown with Nick and Ken.